chapter 4, verse number 1. Thank you for the reminder, Sister Simpson. Oh, Brother Bond and everybody else. I think someone else had told me, uh, and I forgot about that one. <laughs> so, Luke chapter 4, verse number 1. And then we'll also read Luke chapter 4 and verse number 14. All right? So if you have your Bibles, Luke chapter 4 and verse 1, and then we'll be dropping down to verse 14 as well. Amen. And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Verse number 14. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. I want to go back up to verse number 1. And Jesus, everybody said, being full. Jesus was full of the Holy Ghost. Returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Verse number 14. And Jesus returned. Everybody say, in the power. In the power. Of the Spirit. Spirit. You can stop right there. <laughs> Into Galilee. Amen. You've heard these passages of Scripture before. I want to preach to you very briefly, and I mean that sincerely, on the topic, the wow factor. The wow factor. Won't you clap your hands one more time unto the Lord? Amen. You can be seated. The wow factor. I am a sports advocate. I love sports. And God knew I, I played, uh, actually, I played football, organized. I played organized basketball, and I played organized baseball when I was younger. And uh, I, I, I really hadn't gotten away from, from sports. And um, I, I, I obviously I can't play at, at my age, but um, I can dream that I can play sports, you know. I don't, I don't even pretend I can play, you know. I don't even want to touch a ball right now. I tried to touch a ball a few years ago. I ended up tearing my Achilles tendon. Amen. Doctor said that was the worst, worst uh, tear. They say they always say that though. Every patient come in, that was the worst I've ever seen. You know that's right. And so, but I, I love sports, and I, I, I love to watch sports, at least certain types of sports, and everything else. And and you would hear in in the uh, uh, sports competition. Now, how many in here, you, you, you're into some sort of sport or you like it or whatever. You may not play it. Yeah. Huh? Now, see, God bless me because I have a wife that doesn't mind sports also. Amen. And so I, I'm glad of that now. She doesn't really like, you know, she, I'll sit down and watch a football game and she'll watch it with me. And uh, so anyway... A lot of times in pro sports, it, it is said that uh, while, you know, say for instance in football, and all of them are pro football players, and, and all of them have made it. You know, you have 
millions and millions of, of, of people playing uh, organized sports and, uh, you know, like Little League and, and whatever you call peewee leagues and, and everything else, and, and, and everybody has a dream. Now, if there's a guy that plays sports in here, you had a dream that one day you was going to be in the NFL or NBA or something like that, didn't you? See how that turned out. <laughs> right? You dreamt it anyway if you played sports. Right? Somehow, you know, and, and, and so anyway, but some people actually make it. Where they are the best at their uh, um, um, uh, sport, you know, and the thing that they play in. And, and they are all professionals, and they all receive. I'm going somewhere, so just hang on. And, and they all receive uh, uh, paychecks for playing football, basketball, or baseball, or golf. I could never get with that. I tried that one time. Like, no, I can't do this. Get put, I'd rather play putt-putt. Because really the only competition is yourself in the, in the, in the terrain. And, but anyway, and so, in, in, in especially in football, all of them are, are at the top of their field. And they're all great athletes. And, and when, they were, when they were in college and these people excel beyond or whatever, and then they, they get to the pro and, and, and it's a different uh, arena, if you will. And, and, and they're all great athletes and they're professionals. But then you had some that, that they, they excel beyond that. You know, they're kind of like in another world. You know, like, like Michael Jordan, he was, you know, he, they would say he would get in his zone. And he would be able to think, do things that no man should be able to do. And, and some of these athletes, they call them freaks of nature. Because they're able to do things that you just can't even expect. And they would say, I, I don't know what it is. While all these other athletes, they're really good. They've, they've been through the same training and, and the same schools and the same conditioning and the same programs and, and all those sorts of things, the same camps and, and training camps. But it just, when, 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 when the game is on the line, you have some people that seems to go beyond even the highest uh, area in the highest arena of the athletic uh, contest. And it was saying that these people had the, the wow factor. And they can't really define it. There's no scientific basis and there's no scientific evidence as to why they can do what they can do. And so you can't classify it with some educational words or, or, or something that, that, that seems so brilliant. And so all they can say is, I don't know what he has, but he has the it. And whatever it is, he has. And so they've come up with this thing. He has the wow factor. I, I, I just, they just wow you. Amen. And, and so it was like that with Jesus. And, and the Bible tells us here that Jesus, the one that we serve, the one that we believe in, the one that we follow, the one that we're filled of, we have his name. We have been filled with his spirit. We don't supposed to be like everybody else, every other Christian. Everyone else that proclaim. 
Because we have been filled with his spirit. Now, you must understand that not everybody, I'm sure most of you understand, not everybody who say that they are Christians have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Some people don't even believe it's uh, uh, even available today. And so you have something different than other people who proclaim to be Christians. Now, I'm not saying we're better than them. I'm not saying that we're superior to them. I'm just telling you that we have something that they don't have. Y'all can give them a few more amens about me. Well, I have something that they don't have. I remember the day when I was filled with the Holy Ghost, and I began to speak in tongues, and I was in a place that they didn't believe it, and, and I couldn't explain to them what it was because I didn't know what it was. But I had it. As the old song that says, there's something about the power of the Holy Ghost. I can't explain it, but I got it. I can't explain it. I can't explain, Brother Micah, that when I begin to pray for somebody and they are hungry for God and, and I, I begin to yield myself to God and God begins to move on them and all of a sudden tears begin to stream down their face and all of a sudden they begin to tremble at the presence of God. And next thing you know, they're filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost and they begin to speak in other tongues. I don't know what they're saying. I can't understand it. I can't explain it. But they just received it. Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost, he returned from Jordan. He was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being tempted of the devil. And that's great. Most of us in here have received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We've been filled with his Spirit. But notice in verse number 14 that it wasn't that being filled with his Spirit gave him the ability to do the things he could do in his three years of walking on this earth. It wasn't being filled of the Holy Ghost that he was able to, to speak in the synagogues and to heal the sick and to cast out devils and to proclaim the gospel in the manner that he did. It wasn't being filled with the Holy Ghost gave him the power to do the things he did. The Bible says he returned in the power of the Holy Ghost. And the scripture lets us know that when we... Receive the Holy Ghost, we shall receive power. We shall, everybody say, I got the power. Come on, if you receive the Holy Ghost, tell somebody, I got the power. Come on, tell somebody else, I got the power. Amen, if you don't have the power, you can get the power. Now, you may not be able to explain the power, but you can have the power. I don't know how electricity works. All I know, if I stick my hand in that socket, I'm going to shake. Now, the thing is, is there is electricity and current working through all these things that we enjoy called lights. And there is power and heat coming from those bulbs. Now, with power comes the ability to shut it off and to turn it on. Oh, here we go. There is no source of power that you and I can identify with that can't be turned off or turned on 
by a switch. So if you've been filled with the Holy Ghost, you've been given the power whether you recognize it or not and whether you use it or not. You have the power. The thing is, we often turn off the power. When I go to my house tonight, I'm going to, the first thing I'm going to do when I get inside is turn the power on because it's dark. I turned the power off because I was not using it. I had no need for it. Things were vacant. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to save some energy. I'm going to conserve. So I'm going to shut the power off. When I get back home, I'm going to turn the power back on. When I go to sleep, I'm going to turn everything off that needs to be off. Because I understand I can regulate the power. That was a uh, a um, a uh, I think a hotel chain. That their uh, I think their slogan was, "We'll leave the lights on." Y'all know where I forget what it was. And see, I've never been in a hotel. Something sound like that. I don't even want to. A hotel six, motel eight. I don't know what it is. I don't want to go there. I know that. <laughs> but they leave the power on. I wish we could become a Motel 6 or Motel 8 when we decide, you know what? It doesn't matter what's going on. I'm going to leave my power on. I'm going to let it run. I'm not going to conserve. I'm not going to hide it. I'm not going to. Oh, here we go. We have the ability to have the wild factor. It is said in sports that these guys have the ability to just turn it on. It's like they can just click, flip a switch, and all of a sudden, they can just accelerate to the next level. They can be going side by side with someone else, and it's like a flip, a switch that's been flipped, and next thing you know, pew! I want you to look, I want you to look at your neighbor, and I want you to tell them, you have the power. Now start using it. Oh. I want you to look at somebody else, Tom. You got the power. Now I want to see it. Mm-hmm. See, the thing, if you have power, people want to see it. Don't tell me you have power and you don't show it. Don't tell me how much you can do. Now there's some people who they, they talk a mean game. They put on the tops, nice sneakers. Man, they had the best-looking outfits. They had their Nikes on it. Man, they looking sharp. They had a headband, wristband, armbands. Man, they had the nicest shoes. Man, they nice and shiny, whatever. They talk all that trash, and they get out on the court, and that, that game is trash. They talk a mean game. And they, they look like they play the part. But that game is garbage. I want to know, are we just talking trash, or do we have what it takes? I'm telling you, we have what it takes. All we need to do is flip the switch. I'm telling you, we're able to have the wow factor. 
Hey, they may not be able to explain it. They come in here and say, I don't know what's going on. Brother Mike came in here. I watched you last week, Brother Mike, not here, but the other bill. Brother Mike came and he was like, oh, my goodness, what in the world do I got here? And I was just like that, man. I didn't want to move. My mother brought me to this church. Don't touch me. No, 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 I don't play that. Uh, I don't play that. Don't touch me. Little did I know, I still went up to the altar. And guess what? I don't know what happened. Everybody must knew that I didn't want to be touched. And nobody touched me. I don't know what type of face I made around that. But I knew once I closed my eyes, somebody touched me. And it wasn't humanity. And for the first time, I said, oh, he's real. He's real. Oh, yes. He's real. I feel God. For the very first time in my life, I felt the presence of God. And I was like, wow. I couldn't explain it. I couldn't explain it. So my mother brought me to that crazy place. And I said, man, I got to get out of here. I got, it was on a Sunday. And I'm, I'm checking my clock. And they talking about being baptized. And I'm like, hold up, my game come on at 1 o'clock. <laughs> you know, I got to watch my guards now. I had to watch my idols now. So don't get me wrong. No, don't, don't tell me now. I told you how much I love sports now. Now, so God comes first, but I still, I, I, I got back and I still watch my games, man. But I'm like, man, I got to get home. I'm just going to be honest with you. I had my, my, my brewskis, as we used to call them. You don't need to know about that. You're too young. That's, don't, don't put that in her head. Don't tell her what that is. Because I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not condoning it. And I had my other stuff. And I couldn't wait to go home and get it. I'm just going to be honest with you. But then I started feeling conviction. And somebody gave me a call, talked to me about God and all that. I don't want to hear about all that. Ah, get off me. Slammed that phone. I was mad. Because the Holy Ghost was working on my, he was working me over. And I try to blame somebody else. You see, the Holy Ghost get to working on us and we get to fussing at everybody else because the Holy Ghost is moving. Because that's the only thing I can relate to is, is pointing a finger somewhere else because I couldn't understand the supernatural. And then the Holy Ghost dealt with me and said, see, look at you. Look at how you're acting. Look at how you're responding. And I didn't need anybody around for God to start working on me. And then the next thing you know, I say, okay, I'm going to go to church on a Saturday night. And see, it was the type of church my father liked to go to. It wasn't like one of those crazy churches like this is, you see. And, and, and so I was like, man, these people are crazy. They running around and, and, and they had gym. I did like the fact that they had basketball goals. Because while I was, <laughs> I had basketball goals and all that. It was in the gymnasium. 
And so I'm, I'm trying, you know, I'm trying, checking everything else, and I'm thinking about, man, I can take a jump shot right here. <laughs> Bang, slap. I'm looking at the goals and all that. was a big distraction. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> all I can think about. And so that was pretty cool. But we, then we, we, I'm like, man, it's crazy. And I, I can shoot hoops when I, when I can get my mind on that, see people running around, like, what in the world are they doing? And, and then I come to this church, this, this, this church, and, and my, my, you know, y- y'all know the story. My mother was like, she was going at it. Like, what in the world's going on here? That's what it sounded like to me. And I'm saying to myself, will you stop it? I don't know why you're doing that. These people don't believe in that, and I don't believe in that stuff either. I'm just telling you the truth. I said, I don't believe in that. Will you stop that noise? All that gibberish. That's exactly what I said. Now, you see, we think people, it's so hard for people to get the Holy Ghost. That was my mindset the same moment. Oh. Ten minutes later, after I said that out of my very own mouth and mind and everything else, God filled me with the Spirit. Inside of a denomination. And I said all that, and the man said, come on and come up there and pray. And let's pray. And we prayed. And all of a sudden, I started praying, and I started repenting for my sins. I'm like, God, thank you. I don't want to live that life anymore. And next thing you know, tears rolling down my face. I'm like, oh, man, what in the world? Man, what is going on? This is crazy. I'm starting to feel something. I'm, I'm, I'm not used to that in the church service. I'm used to coming to church and hearing eulogy and maybe get a little sip of that wine and, and <laughs> eat that nasty crack and go home. And I'm fine. This was different. And so I begin to pray, and next thing you know, something went poof. I begin to, like, I was on fire. Next thing you know, I'm talking to God. And next thing you know, I'm speaking in another language. I'm like, what in the world's going on? I'm speaking in another language. And after I got a hold of myself, I, the, the pastor was right there next to me. I was holding his hand while, while we were praying. And all I can think is he think I'm one of those uh, uh, people like my mother. <laughs> I said, I'm not like her. I'm not like that. I don't know what she was doing. All that gibberish. I'm not like that. I can't. I wasn't trying to do it in your church, sir. All I can think is I knew he knew that, that they didn't believe in that stuff. I knew that because I was raised in that type of church. And all I can say is I wasn't trying to do this in your church. I wanted to tell him that, but I wanted to tell him I, I don't know what's going on, but I feel it. I can't explain it, but I got it. I got it. I got it. And I walked away. I got off of that, that little platform there. It's about that high. And I walked in, I can remember, I was like, all I can think of is you just had to forgive me. That's the type of stuff I used to watch. All I can think of, I said, man, I'm like the Terminator. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's what my mind saw. I cut off that platform. I walked down. I was like, that's with me. Man, I was like, Clint Eastwood, you can hear I was, man, I was ready. If I had a six-shooter. Man, I was, I'm telling you what, I was the baddest thing on the planet that day. I couldn't explain everything. I, in my dispute, I, I just didn't know what was going on. I just know God said, you've been just filled with my spirit. Twenty-six years ago, I was filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Speaking in other tongues as the spirit gave utterance. 
And he said, I've given you power. I've given you power. I didn't understand. I felt, I, man, I was, I felt it. I feel it right now. That same power. The wild fact. But you see, I don't experience and operate into the wild factor and the wild factor until I turn the lights on. Get the power working and get the power operating. Now, it's available. All I have to do is turn on the switch. But I need to leave the switch on. Some of us know what it feels like. See, we used to operate in that power. And then, we, you know, we get a little older. You know, when I was, when I played sports, and I didn't, you know, you don't have that mental mind. You know, when you're younger, you just go 100 miles an hour. You don't even think about anything. You don't, you don't really learn how to play until you get older. Right? You get in your 20s, that's when you learn the craft and the skills. And you, you, you know, you learn certain things. Before, you just, just run hard. This is how fast you can go. If you're faster than the other person, you're okay. Or if you can jump higher than the other person. Or if you know how to box out the other person real well. See, yeah, yeah, I played, we played together, and yeah, I'm messing with you. And see, he had a little bit more weight on me, so he would always box me out. You know what I mean? Keep me out. So I had to try to run around. And, and, but see, I, and I, 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 all I could do is use my, my physical attributes, and I didn't have this. And, and that's how we are when, when, when we first get the Holy Ghost. We keep the light on. And we're not trying to overthink anything. You're not trying to analyze anything. You're not trying to hone your skills. You just want to be used of God. You just want to protect. Because, you, man, you haven't felt anything like that before. You're like, oh, my goodness. Every time there was an altar call, you were at the altar. You didn't know how to act. Your body was contorted. With all sorts of ways. And you didn't know how to. You didn't care how you look. Now, all of a sudden, you know. Praise God. Oh. That little limp. We get too sophisticated. Man, we oh, we got to get plugged into that power again. I don't care how crazy we look. I don't care how foolish we look, huh? I don't care how we sound. We have to have the power operating and working in our midst. Bible says that they were all amazed in so much that they questioned among themselves saying, what thing is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority commandeth he even the unclean spirits, and they do obey him. I, look, I can't explain what this guy has. When he came down off of that mountain, and when he came down from the temptation, and when he walked in our cities, he walked differently. I saw when he went down in the water. I saw when John the Baptist baptized him. He didn't look any different. He didn't seem any different. And then he walked away into the wilderness. He was filled with the spirit, the Bible says. He didn't do any great feat. He didn't accomplish any great thing. He was filled of the spirit the moment he got baptized. Went up into
to the wilderness. But when he came back down, he came back down operating in the power of the Holy Ghost. And they said, oh, my goodness, that's not the same man I saw go up. Something is different about him. The light switch went on and he began to operate in the spirit. Now, I'm not just filled with the spirit. I'm walking in the power of the Spirit. I'm telling you, in 2017, Antioch, the Apostolic Church of North, we need to learn that we have to get back to operating in the Spirit. When we go to those McDonald's and those flea markets and everywhere else, we have to be sensitive to what God is going to do. Won't you clap your hands to him? Bible says that when the apostles received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, 120 people, all the disciples were with him, Mary, the mother of Jesus, Peter, James, John, Bartholomew, Nathaniel, Matthew, all those guys. Hey, the twins, they were there, at least one of them. And the Bible says that they were filled with the Holy Ghost. And began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave utterance. And, and they began to wonder, what meaneth this? And the Bible says that everybody was amazed because they had the wow factor. Wow. The Bible says of Paul, after he received the Holy Ghost, scales fell from his eyes. And he went forth, and the Bible says he began to minister in the synagogues, and he began to preach. And the Bible says that they were amazed what Saul began to do. The Scripture says that Saul increased more in strength and confounded the Jews. The Bible goes on to say of Paul that uh, he said, Brethren, when I came to you, I came not with excellency of the speech or, or wisdom uh, excellency of speech or of wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God for I determined not to know anything among you save or accept Jesus Christ and him crucified friend he said I didn't come to you with some enticing words of man speech hey I didn't have it all together I wasn't eloquent I didn't go to the school of learning he said hey I didn't have a degree in in, in um, theology or uh, or I didn't have a, uh, a degree in, 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 in learning about the divinity he said oh I just came filled with the Holy Ghost and with power and hey that's my credentials hey what God gave me is enough I said, what God gave you is enough. He said, I am determined to know, to not, uh, I'm determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness. Paul said, I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. Pastor, I don't know. You see, I get a little nervous going around people. Uh, Pastor, I don't know because I'm sort of an introvert. Uh, Pastor, I don't know because I'm a shy person. Pastor, I don't know. The Bible says, Paul says, hey, when I came to you, I came in weakness. Hey, hey, in and of myself, I wasn't some great thing, Paul said. Hey, not only was I weak, I was in fear and in much trembling. But and uh, next verse, and my speech and my preaching 
was not with enticing words of man's wisdom. So you think you had to have it all together and you had to speak like brother right and you had to have everything pronounced right and you had to enunciate your words correctly and you had to be precise and pristine and have it all together. And Paul said, I want to let you know, I came in fear. I came in trembling. I didn't have it all together. My speech and my preaching was not with wor uh, enticing words of man's wisdom. But... But it was in demonstration of the spirit and not just the spirit, but also of the power. It's not just of the spirit, but it's of the power. He was saying, I got the wild factor. Just like uh, uh, Jesus astonished people, and he blew the minds away. The Bible says when he walked around, they said they were astonished because he taught as one having authority. And that word authority is the same word where the Bible says, you shall receive the power at the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And that word power is authority. The same authority that Jesus had is the authority that you have. The same authority that was given to Paul, God gave to you. We need to stop making excuses. We don't have to be like Paul. We don't have to be a Peter. We don't have to be a Bishop Wright or, 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 or Scott Shelton. You don't have to be a Charles Simpson. All you have to do, you don't have to be a Donald Valley. You don't have to be a Mike You. You just need to be you. God filled you with the Holy Ghost and with power. Somebody look at somebody and tell me, I got the wild factor. Now that person that said that say, wow. Wow. See, the world want to see the wow. They want to feel the wow. Don't worry. I'm, I'm ready to come too close. I know you're worried about that. The Bible says of Paul, he went around and, and just like Jesus, devils start flying everywhere, bouncing everywhere. See, some of you never, you know, you know, you, you don't believe in that supernatural thing. you never seen a supernatural thing. I remember we used to see it so frequently. <laughs> Man, it, 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 almost every church service, we see devils cast out. Matter of fact, we had to take people out of the sanctuary, take them to the prayer room so we can cast devils out and all that kind of stuff, take your business. And so you, you, some of you, like, you don't believe in that stuff. In oh, hallelujah. Remember seeing, seeing somebody in the wheelchair, and we praying, and they pop out of the wheelchair and say, walk around. They could barely walk. By the time the service is over, they're moving like this. The following week, they were doing this. <laughs> Some of you don't know about that. I remember my wife and I, we went down North Carolina. We didn't know any better. We were just new converts. Lady started talking about how she had this ailment, that ailment, and every other ailment. By the time we listened, she had every ailment known to man. Like, wow, we got to praying, and we had so much faith and, and authority and operating all that. We got to praying for this lady. We prayed against everything. And, but you know what? It was like the Shekinah glory came down. And I'm going to tell you, the smoke covered the whole kitchen and, and the whole house. Her daughter came down the steps and kind of just kind of just went, woo, and just began to cry. And it, it was just powerful. I remember Sister Haney sharing a testimony how this lady had bulls in her, her face. She began to pray for her, and the things just dropped. I'm telling you what, folks, we need to believe that type of God. I said we need to believe in that type of power. I said every other church don't have that type of thing. We got to turn the light on.
Paul, Bible says you had some sons of Sceva. And these guys, you know what? Uh, you know, these, was, these were exorcists, men who knew how to do, do exorcisms. And see, y'all don't think, y'all, y'all play around with that stuff. And, they, you know, they're going crazy now. And, and now everything, they want to always make all these vampire uh, pictures now. And then they got a, a, a show called Lucifer. And they're supposed to be something anybody want to see. You know, all that kind of crazy stuff. And you know what I mean? And, and they trying to, and then, and, then, and then that movie that terrified everybody. When I was a little child, they talking about some exorcist stuff. Now they got it as a, a series of stuff. People want to see. They want to dumb everything down and make you comfortable with all that and make you think, hey, it's just the normal. Because they don't mind you entertaining the spirits like that. And then all we do is, and people, people don't realize they're entertaining all these spirits. And they're going to try to say that I don't believe in the Holy Ghost and believe in angels. You believe in the supernatural because you're watching all that junk. They had some show on. I, I, my wife and I went somewhere at a hotel, whatever, and we kind of try to flip through and try to find something, whatever. We could just, you know, just badge out, whatever case. They had some paranor- paranormal thing on or whatever. We didn't watch it on whatever. And that guy, they, they was, this per- person went into the house, and they had all this equipment. And all this equipment, I guess they were like Ghostbusters. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> and they had that thing on. And, and they were saying all types of activity, paranormal activity. See, some people don't believe in it. I believe in it. I'm sorry. But I don't believe it's somebody's spirit walking around, a spirit of a person. I believe it's demonic spirits they operating. And they said, no, there's some spiritual activity going on here. And they begin to laugh and joke. And all. I said, they don't know what they're doing. They, they think they're they going in and see great-great-grandmother Susie and, and Bessie and all that, and that's the spirit of their, their dead ones. They don't realize they're fooling around with demonic spirits. And they begin to talk to that thing, and they begin to ask the questions, and it would answer back in a certain way, and they don't realize what they're doing. You see, people believe in the supernatural, and we think people won't believe in a God. God is the one that created all that stuff. And so Paul, these, these guys, sons of Sceva, they, they, they were uh, the three, uh, they were seven sons of Sceva, Jew, and, and uh, the chief of the priest did, uh, which did so also. He was an exorcist, I told you in the verse before. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know. And Paul I know. Jesus had the wow factor. And Paul had the wow factor. But I don't see it on you. You don't have what they had. And, and you can read it later what happened. Them boys got whipped up. See, because you can have the power, and if you don't use it, this world is looking for people who have the power and know they have the power. You don't have to be cocky. It doesn't make you better. You don't look down on people of other religion. And you don't, you, don't, you don't bash their religion. You know, I'm telling you what, you better not teach these Bible studies and say something negative about somebody's denomination and their religion. You don't do that. Because that, would, that has what led them to that point. As a matter of fact, you say, I'm glad, I'm glad you believe that because God was working. What? Don't you know God was working? Hello? Amen. 
man, I guarantee probably half of the people in this church came from another denomination before they came to church. You didn't come straight out of heathenism. Some of you. Hopefully nobody's still in it. Amen, I couldn't pass that one up. Two thousand and seventeen. We live in a, a a crazy world, and we're, we're saying so much that that the world now this post what they call it post um postmodern, but really postmodern really is where we pass that Christianity the Ju, Ju, Jude Christianity deal. You know, that Judaism stuff, Christianity, we, we're way beyond that. We're, we're much better than that and all that. And we, we don't need all that kind of stuff. And they are so caught up in the spirit world, it's ridiculous. They try to renounce and denounce the fact that they believe in all that. And they're so caught up in the spirit. The wrong spirit. And, and then we believe that lie that they don't want it. They want it. They just don't want the norm. They don't want the lame. <laughs> they, they don't want that stuff that they, you know, that tradition stuff. They used to put me to sleep on a, on a pew. See, one thing about this church, unless you, you, oh, here we go. Unless you've been taking something that you shouldn't. Or maybe you took some medicine that you should take. You're not going to go to sleep. If for nothing else, you may be afraid what they're going to do while you sleep. <laughs> I ain't going to sleep up in hell. God, the almighty God that called you and I to participate in his kingdom has not only called you by his gospel, and not only has he Granted, repentance in your life, because the Bible says no man can come to the Father but through me. And the Bible says it is the Spirit of God that draws us to him, and it's the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. And Paul prayed, uh, or Peter, that, he, that, that these people would be granted repentance. God has to get you to repent. You can't repent of your own. You can't turn to God on your own. You're not going to take the credit, you see. Hey, even if you come to God, it wasn't your idea anyway. He led you. He turned you. And he's done that. And he's, he's given you his gospel, his good news, and, and you decided to be baptized. And he's given you his name, and he's filled you with his spirit. And he has given us the power. This uncanny thing that we can't explain. That at any moment... We can let the power flow. Uh, uh, brother, you said it so, so well. He quoted the scripture. Unto him that is able to do exceeding, abundantly, above all. You know he can do above all we ask or think? But it's according. Put that on the screen. We, we believe that God is able. To do exceeding, abundantly above all we ask or think. Now, this is how he works, though. According to the power that works in us. 
Some people say, I don't believe man, man, this, and I don't want to listen to a man, man. No, he said, according to the power that work in us. Who are you talking about? See, he didn't leave it with just a man. He said us. He's talking about the church. You see, a Bishop Wright can only be at one place at one time. I can be only one place at one time. Brother you, Brother Valley. But guess what? When all of us, all of us decide, you know what? I'm going to get me a network going. Teach you a Bible study. I'm going to teach you a Bible study. And then next thing you know, that thing is going to spread like wildfire. I'm almost done. I know I said that. I, you know, I had to circle one time, you know, let another plan lane first, land first. And, and so I went up to Popeye's, got me some of that Louisiana. No, when you eat that, it's Louisiana. I got me some Louisiana chicken. Popeyes. Yes, and I pulled up to that Popeyes. And, you know, my, my daughters are not messing with me because they know I'm always looking for an angle to, to talk to somebody about God or to invite them to church. And, and so I pulled up there and, you know, and she starts, huh? She's, <laughs> she, <laughs> she started talking. Now, she just tried it because I get a bunch of free stuff all the time. I bet you some woman and well, I came one day, I came home with a bunch of free stuff or whatever. And I said, hey, look at all this. And there was a guy. And she said, yeah. <laughs> he must have. So we were in there together. We pulled up or whatever. And, 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 and she started talking whatever and said, okay, you can have how many pieces I want. She said, I'll give you this amount and you can have this and all that. And I said, okay, that's great and whatever. And I'm like, okay, where's my cards? Here we go. Here we go. Oh, yeah, this is what I'm looking for. And I said, okay. I said, hey. You know, I started talking about that. And I handed her one of these things. And I started talking about church and all that. And, and she said, I have one of these. I said, no, you don't have one of these now. Somebody somewhere else, you, you don't have one of these now. And she said, no, no. And I said, oh, somebody must have been on the job. Somebody gave her. And my wife said, oh, see, that's confirmation. And we just talked to her a little bit. And I talked to her. I said, now, I don't know, you know, what's your, what's your Sundays like? You work? I said, I said now, now, son, now, now oh, I talked, started talking about East and all that. And said, come to service. Well, I said, give us a call. Well, I said, we'll pick you up. She said, y'all have transportation. I said, said y'all have a bus? I said, yeah, we'll pick you up and all that. She said, I'm going to do that. See, when we just start opening our mouths and just start talking, where's that? Where is she? Where is she? I'm trying to close the thing. It's only eight because two, two minutes to eight. I was going to wait till till Thursday. Come here, sister. Now I, I want you to share what, what happened, right? Lonesome, and lonesome out. You all right, sister? All right. How we do, we preachers do, we get it from your preacher, right? So, so when he said the um, what's it called again? The open, open Bible, yeah. So, going to the places and putting the Bible study chart up. So, I actually had taught a Bible study with some co workers at Subway, um, Subway restaurant. And there was a lady sitting behind us, minding her business, eating her lunch. We were teaching. It was probably like five of us doing a Bible study. And 
at the end of the Bible study, she overheard us talking, and she was like, I just was sitting here listening on, on what y'all were talking about. Were y'all talking about God? And so we got to talking, and I ended up being able to teach this other lady a Bible study and her roommate, and the roommate came and got baptized. So all I'm saying, it works. It works. It works. You hear that? She was in the restaurant, one of those type that allowed you to come there. She was teaching a Bible study. Someone was listening. She heard it. She said, yes, I want a Bible study. She gave her a Bible study, gave her roommate a Bible study, and her roommate got baptized. I'm talking about a network when we begin to allow the power to operate, not inside these walls, but outside those doors. We're going to take the gospel into all of Baltimore City, all of Baltimore County, and Harford County. Won't you stand, please? I'm telling you what God is ready to do it, folks. Everybody look at your neighbor and say, I got the wild factor. Baltimore City is going to know about this wild factor. Amen. Won't you lift your hands up to him right now? Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray right now, Father, that you would infuse each and every one with faith, Lord, that the spirit and, and the ministry of the spirit and the, the ministry of evangelism would work in this body, oh God. I pray, Lord, that you would increase our faith to see the lost one unto you, that we would not depend on our own efforts, that we would not depend on our own eloquence, that we would not depend on our own strength, and God, we would not depend on our own education and background, but we will allow the Holy Ghost and fire to begin to operate. God give us the grace to turn the light on that the power of God can operate. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. God we yield ourselves. We make ourselves available to you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now, if you're on board with the move of the Spirit right now, and I want you to line up everybody down to this altar. If you want the power of God to operate in you, if you want the wild factor to operate in you, if you want to be used of God to see the supernatural, to see people saved and delivered, to see this city turned upside down, come on, now is the time. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Why are you coming? Lift your hands, lift it. Come on, we're going to pray the power of God. If you got the Holy Ghost, that's great. But we're talking about having the power of the Holy Ghost to be operative in us. The power of the Holy Ghost to move in us. The power of the Holy Ghost to manifest in us. The power of the Holy Ghost. That's it. In the name of Jesus, why don't you begin Hallelujah. to pray right now? Hallelujah. Come on, don't be afraid of it. Don't be ashamed of it. Hey, I know we're different. Hey, I know we're not like anybody else. Hey, I know it seems strange, but it's strange because it's supernatural. It's the supernatural. I can't explain the supernatural, but I have it. Hey, I have it. I'm different. I've been born again. I've been blood washed. I've been filled with the Spirit. Come on, let it work. Let it work. Let it work. According to the power that worketh in us. Let it work. Let it work. 
Let the Holy Ghost flow. Hallelujah. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Come on. In the name of Jesus. Let the Holy Ghost flow. Come on. In Jesus' name. You got it. Just let it flow. In the name of Jesus. Come on. In Jesus' name. Lord, I will be used of God. Come on, I will see the promise of God brought through me. Come on, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on, hallelujah. I will be a witness unto Him. I'm going to proclaim this gospel. Hallelujah. I will be a witness. I will be a soul winner. I will be used in Jesus' name. 